And another word from our sponsors. Look, we're all adults here, and some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy Nicotine is a company that was created to help nicotine users find a cleaner option and feel better about the way they consume nicotine. Their latest product is Slim Nicotine Pouches, which contain pure synthetic nicotine and provide the same satisfaction that nicotine users expect without any tobacco at all. Lucy Slim Pouches use newest technology for synthesizing pure nicotine in the lab. None of the tobacco, all of the nicotine satisfaction... They include both coconut oil and gum base to provide a soft, fluffy texture that enhances the flavor and doesn't dry out your mouth. And they come in three strengths, four, eight, and 12 milligrams with three exclusive and delicious flavors, spearmint, mango, and cool cider. It's 2021. Impulsive listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOGAN. Get 20% off your order of Lucy Slim Pouches or any other Lucy products. That's lucy.co and use a promo code LOGAN at checkout. Also, I do have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, be sure to use a promo code LOGAN. Back to the program. He's the TikTok kid. My dad is worth $2 million. I can't take it anymore. I can't be here one second longer. <laughs> it's like, get the f*** off the flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go. Oh, sorry, Danny. Let's All right, go. get the oh. f*** out of my seat. Hold on, hold on. You will not speak. No problem. My canine. <laughs> Like that. Quinn, ask him nicely. Quinn, ask him nicely. Quinn. He just fell down. He's like, yeah, you're going to have to get me. Are we rolling? Yeah. We're rolling? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right, guys. So uh, as you can see, we are not in our typical set, our typical location back in Encino, California. This is the first ever podcast in our new studio in Puerto Rico. The boys are with me. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. I'm happy to have y'all here. I know I know this set looks a little, uh, you know. I like the vibe here better, to be honest. You, you, you do? I, I'll tell you why I do, because <laughs> I, I finally feel like I'm starting with you guys. Before I was just kind of like, oh yeah, the, I was just like, oh, this is how we do things. Now. Yeah, yeah. This is, we're starting from uh, ground zero, yes. as you can see. I painted uh, impulsive on the on the plywood uh, boarding a window behind me. Just I'm moments actually ago. quite impressed. That's a really good. <laughs> you know how hard it is to know if something's gonna fit before you write it. Don't I ever? Oh, before I write it. Oh, I wish I said it. Okay, before. right, because your dick is huge. Fire. And how are you, Mike? <laughs> Booty ass fucking sir. You don't like it. It's like a fucking office building. What the fuck <laughs> is this it, shit? It, it is an office building. It's supposed to be the number one podcast in the world. It looks it, like we're sitting in a doctor's office. It's, like it still is. We still are. It's still us, guys. We still have the vibes. We still are you fucking are you abusing my animal right next to me? We still uh, us. We still have the vibes here, and uh, yeah, we're in a warehouse <laughs> that Jake and I have uh, leased here in Puerto Rico. Downstairs, we're gonna do a uh, our, our boxing gym because yeah, we're really we're really doing this. And like I said, I'm glad you guys are here. We've been we've been uh, going out. We've been having some late nights here in Puerto Rico. It's so fun. I'm having the time of my life. I love that you guys are here with me. By the way, not one heads up. Not one heads up. We, we get off the plane. Yeah. Hey, you have uh, eight minutes to get ready. <laughs> hey man, I haven't even got my bag yet. Right. No, eight minutes. You have to eight minutes. We couldn't get ready. I literally got put my bags down, went blacked out, came back home, woke up. 
I finally breathed. Okay, what are we going to do about the impulsive? No, no, no. Let's go out one more time. I have videos on my phone that I would, I would love to show, but we have no projectors. Yo, the, um, it's hot. Uh, okay. What? I don't know. It's distracting a little bit. Oh, my dog is distracting you? Not a dog guy, man? Also, you, you had eight minutes. I just got off a flight 20, 20 hours, bro. He tried to leave me there. I know because he I tried to leave me at bro, the I've airport. I've been traveling for so long, bro. Do you understand that I'm a nomad now? I haven't been back to my house in over a month, bro. I have a beard. You, I, yeah, that's I have weird. A beard. It looks hey, good on you. Hey, no, it doesn't. Well, it looks good on you. Uh, uh it doesn't. No, that's no, weird. What do, what do you it's, mean? Move the mic. No, look at, no, bro. No I'm gonna be honest, bro. If you tilt your head up and back, you look more Arabic than my Arabic friend to my right. <laughs> well, so. Was so bad about that. Listen, well, who said it was bad? No, no one. But no, it's not many people are torn on this, bro. People they, might think it's the bomb. <laughs> Hold on. Ooh. Fuck. Oh, wait, I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Can't say that. That's too far. That's too far. Yeah, I don't know why you even. Oh, are you still laughing? That's fucked up. Yeah. No, but you don't look. You you look uh, like. I don't know. It kind of looks like the before and after of a beard thing where you're trying to get it back. They're like, know. it's a I surgery to remove your I always your wanted to try pubic it. hair and put it on your face. I always wanted to. What is, what is that? I, I think I'm actually going to puke on this episode. <laughs> this may be the first time. I'm going to try to force it out. Cool. Um, I never had a beard before ever in my entire life. I don't have hair on any parts of my, I don't even have hair on my legs or arms. I've always thought that was weird, by the way. I think it was the heroin, dude. To be honest with you. In the heroin. Yeah. <laughs> the heroin. Hero, hero, out. Hero, out. Hero, <laughs> leave. Like, body. His <laughs> hair just comes off. Hairless, dude. <laughs> heroin, my oh ass. Oh, my God. Fucking... You're bald on your legs. What and... the fuck? <laughs> you, the, look at the fucking lights reflecting off his Bro, legs. Bro, it's so bad, dude. You, you ashy bitch. <laughs> I do. I need some lotion. I wish we had some. Well, anyways, I wanted to try the beard out. We'll see. We'll see. Where I like it, goes. it, dude. I really do. Someone I, grab him some clippers. The fucking beard is weird. Your beard was weird at some point. It was. It's, Boo. it's, it's interesting. <laughs> no, the beard. Uh, the beards for men are the equivalent of makeup for women. I think. I think. As your friend, I've been with you for eight years now. I realize the times that you don't give a shit about your face is the times that you look the best. Wow. But my fa my my worst <laughs> moment is when you had this shit. Remember when you used to do this with your hair all the time? Yeah. Just flick it. But it wouldn't move. So it just looked like you had issues. And I was just next to you at Trader Joe's. And I'd be like, oh, do you want the almond or regular milk? Just crack almond. Yeah. I was like, all right, you're on drugs. Ashamed of a lot of my past, really. Including my hair flips, which I still do. And you know, you know, as as I've grown, my hair flips have decreased, but the 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 hand hair has increased. You do this weird, uh, like like you have two fingers only to use to do. Have you seen them do this? I do. It's with the back of my fingers. Like yeah, this. you go like, why? I don't know, bro. All right. <laughs> he does know. a lot of weird stuff. A lot. Last night, he does this thing now where if you get too like uh like you know if you're out having a good night, you put your arm around your buddy and like just you're having a good night camaraderie. He does this thing where if I do this, he show him what you do. He pinches my arm with his neck. He goes he, at that moment. He goes like this and squeezes his traps as hard as he can. And, and bru he bruised me last night. <laughs> it was so aggressive. I, I hate to be the guy, but I don't like being touched. It's too hot. Not even by your girlfriend. Me. Nope. Ask her. Oh, I actually remember it. She made such a funny face. I She's like, we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, we're working on it. Don't worry. I don't like it, dude. I hate it. No, I, I, re I remember noticing you got you have an issue kissing her, right? I don't like PDA, bro. 
You know I've how people never, say I've I get seen, freaky when I've the door closes? you guys kiss. Ever. Kiss right now. Kiss right now. Kiss right now. Babe, come here. Come here. We'll kiss, fucking kiss your we'll man. show them right now. <laughs> 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 just oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have a problem with People say they get freaky when the door's closed. I get freaky when the door's locked. I got to make sure that nobody could come in. I just, I don't, I don't like, I think it's kind of disrespectful to, like, to be too affectionate <laughs> in front of people. I, I don't disagree. Um, I hate that shit. Yeah, I know you I hate, hate it. that part. I, I, I don't like mind. it when people just fucking, like, get the fuck out of here. Get a room. Why are you guys, I'm like, on the same way. It just feels weird. Like, I don't want to, he used to be I, a I, big I, PDA with the last, with, with the, uh, Touch is one of my love languages. I love I love affection, physical intimacy. Like I- I'll just be holding you. I'll be kissing your cheek. First of all, I'll be, no, I'll, be scru- I'll be scrubbing you. No, you I got uncomfortable just looking at me. Just saying that. No, no, look I- that way. No, I'm talking about you, fam. No, I'll be scrubbing them toes. <laughs> in With pub- what? In, in public? Why? Any- anything you want, baby. I was in France. <laughs> cool country. Yeah. They take they're taking COVID very seriously over there, and I know this conversation is 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 heating up here in the states as well. Uh, to eat in a restaurant there, you do need to present your Vax card. It's already it's already in effect. I think that's so interesting. How? Oh, that, and I didn't mean that in any charged way. Sorry, I'm just presenting it, 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 facts. We're just definitely definitely approaching a, a, a interesting point in time where. We're, we're kind of being strong-armed by our governments a little bit. Yeah. It, it, I feel like they're removing freedom. Uh, Well, I would, I would say that. I would say that. <laughs> Maybe like a part of nah, it. Nah, because you, you can't, you're you not free to do things unless it's during their... Like, they're putting like an obstacle course. I just, wonder, I just wonder how how far it's going to go. Is it, it? Are we going to reach a point where to do anything, to, to take a flight somewhere... To eat at a restaurant, to leave your house, basically, are you going to need uh, to show your vaccine card? I think that's I think that's where we're going in the short term, for probably for flights, for restaurants, yep. for gymnasiums, for that kind of thing. Um, it, it's it's a really tricky, touchy subject. It is. It, 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 it is. I it's just a, it's I, it's like it's like the people that. <laughs> It's like these people try to make it so simple. Like, like even that statement. I'm not. I'm not saying you, but even that statement. Like, they're trying to take our freedoms. This this pandemic is a big fucking deal, dude. It's a big deal. I'm not, and I'm not talking about the severity, but uh, of of the illness. I'm talking about its impact on 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 our economy and our yeah. impact on, on 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 us as a people, on society. Yeah. And so it's it's like, what. How far were they willing to go to to try to put a cap on this thing? And I and I know there's so many questions. I I, I guarantee there's people watching this that are on both sides of the argument. But it but people are very divided on whether they want to partake in this vaccination situation. It's 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 a wild time. It's very wild. I just want to go back to the time where like you if you had an opinion, regardless of what it was, you weren't bullied. Did you see that video? Of these two dudes fighting, they had gotten like a fender bender, and then they had a like a little brawl oh, the one, out, yeah. outside their car. Yeah, and they like fought, and then they get up Shook and they're hands. like, "Good fight, amazing!" And then they just get back in their car and leave. I fuck with that. Why can't society be like that? Why can't that be the way that every conversation where two people who don't disagree goes? We don't disagree. Fine, move on. 
or That's find insane. a find a common ground and then make some sort of progress. It was actually this. It was weird. I saw this video. I was like, man, this is like. I wish this is how all disagreements, altercations, and uh, arguments were handled. It's a pride thing. I just feel like this is what's happening. I feel like anybody who, and mind you, I'm not voicing my opinion on if you should get vaccinated or if not, but like, I just find it so sad that if somebody's genuinely concerned about their body, they don't have the knowledge, they are fearful of putting things in their body, they're being pressured by you can't do this and you can't do that, and also bullied, thinking like you're uneducated. That's true. They are uneducated. Well, there's uneducated and they don't want to take the fucking gamble on putting something in well, their body. Well, okay, so there's two different parts of what you're talking about right now. So for, first and foremost, all of the specialists, the epidemiologists, the experts, uh, every doctor, 90% of doctors are vaccinated right now. Everyone who's actually an expert in the field, not everyone. No, I was about but, to say but, that's but not true But 98% of the experts in the field are saying that this is safe. I that's I was literally on the on Instagram yesterday yeah, yeah. and on like uh TikTok and all this stuff and there was like doctors which I stopped and googled to see oh, so oh, so bro, yeah bro yeah so let me so his, let me his algorithm is full yeah so of. let me just stop you right there Do you, the <laughs> sentence the sentence you just said I was on TikTok yesterday. No, so and listen, before, just, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, because I, I want to make sure I hammer this point. I didn't, get, I didn't get to finish. Okay. I didn't get to finish. Go, go. And it's not like you're sitting at the computer diving into research. I know that for a fact. That's what he's doing right now. I have. You said 90% of doctors and nurses are doing that. In no, Arizona right now, in vaccinated. Arizona right now, there's hospitals that are going on strike because they do not like how they're doing their policies. So for you to say that 98% are are a hundred percent going with this? It's that's well ninety eight percent. I know what I just did there. No, but those first of all, if ninety percent of doctors are vaccinated, yeah, then I would assume that those ninety percent are going with it. Correct. But I'm saying this, I don't. Uh, you, may, you if you want to dial, that's not statistically true. Why would they? There why is would no they statistics get vaccinated? that are saying that ninety eight percent of doctors and nurses are saying that when there's clearly <laughs> people going on straight because they are against it. So, let's let's use something that we could all agree on. Yeah. The broad majority of the medical field yeah epidemiologists experts okay people off of tiktok are saying that it's safe okay the people that are saying it's not safe are people on tiktok are people on fa in facebook groups okay. and, and by the way this is not this is not my stance on it i'm not i'm not i'm just saying the fact of the matter the the experts who are the people that I, I'll be honest, I choose to listen Who to. Who are your experts? Could you name me at least three doctors that said that? Absolutely fucking not. I, I can't get, name I, I, say, I don't understand what Dr. Stevens from Maryland. <laughs> I'm using you just said statistics that are show available. Show me a statistic by name so I could go home and Google it and then learn for myself. That's all I'm asking. If you have knowledge, I need, I need to me so I, need I to, can go I and do homework I need you to meet it. me halfway here. The broad majority. Could you name me one doctor? When I use the term, the broad majority. You said 98% it doesn't include, of people, okay, but you doc, can't name me doc, one doctor. Dr. Peter Stevens. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Dr. Pepper. Any doctor. Dr. Oz. George. Just, you see how this happens? Either It's either comedy or strike. Have y'all been, me have y'all been, we interrupt this program from a word for us, <laughs> from a word for our sponsors. <laughs> Here's a little heads up, guys. That soap you're showering with is shit. Yep, it's shit. Terrible. It's packed with harsh chemicals and smells like trash. But today's sponsor, Dr. Squatch, is actually doing it right. You've probably seen them invade your ads or on YouTube more than me. 
That's actually true. <laughs> but Dr. Squatch wants you to ditch that chemical goo and start taking your shower routine seriously with their high-performing natural products. That's right. This isn't your normal hippie farmer's market crap. This stuff is made to keep you fresh and confident all day. Their products are designed for men and feature fresh, manly scents that won't give up on you. Unlike Mayweather in our last fight. <laughs> Who wrote this? <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Go ahead and take a look at the ingredients on that label on that bottle in your shower. Can you even pronounce any of them? Dr. Squatch uses only the finest natural ingredients for better skin and scents. Seriously, you'll wonder what the fuck you've been using this whole time and why your skin is itchy and your balls are dry and sad, which is bad. But from bar soap to hair care, deodorant, and beyond, these guys have an amazing lineup of products with scents everyone will love. They're crafted for men like you and will handle everything your day can throw at you. Don't be surprised if women just start randomly smelling you. For a limited time, new customers can get 20% off orders, $20 or more, by clicking the link in my description or using the code DSC, impulsive, at checkout. Go take advantage of this limited time offer and finally start taking better, better care of your largest organ, your skin, guys. Your skin. Back to the program. <laughs> have y'all been to a Jewish wedding? Hey. <laughs> you have. You went to one. <laughs> uh, no, but Mazel Tov if you have because they're fun. I just went to one. And, we're just uh, going to book. We're going to bookend that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're done with that. <laughs> yeah, that's done. <laughs> I just want to just. No, no. Keep <laughs> pushing your agenda somewhere else, Mike. <laughs> I'm going to make you guys like the, the, the guys who fought outside their car. You fought. Well, no, I have no. Go by the fight, way, get back. In if the you want to get vaccinated, please get vaccinated. I'm just fighting for people's rights. That's all I'm fighting. No, I, I get that. I, I get, get that. Get, but get if vaccinated. you feel like you want to get vaccinated, get, go get vaccinated. Please go get vaccinated. Go get vaccinated. Today. That's what we're here to tell you. Impulsive cast is here to tell you. Go get vaccinated. Minus one. Minus one. Go do whatever you feel comfortable. That's what I'm saying. Listen. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to say that. Jewish wedding, bro. I was invited to uh, to one on the island. <laughs> and I said, you know what? Fuck it. Sounds like a good time. So I went alone with uh, the friend who invited me. And uh, a new new business partner. I'm not going to say his name. Uh, we'll keep him anonymous. But, uh, yeah, we're doing some business together and kind of just getting... Uh, <clears throat> To know each other, we don't really know each other that well. And uh, when I get like a certain level of uh, fucked up, I get kind of dark with my humor. And I made a pretty dark joke that like, he doesn't know me well enough to know if I was joking and I'd like to say it here. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, I was there with him and his friend who's a lawyer and his his friend, I was getting along with him as well. We were all cracking jokes. I'm like, oh, what kind of lawyer, law do you do? And uh, what's the kind of <laughs> what's the kind of law do you, that you do where you get people out of trouble if they get in like a fender bender or like they commit a hit and run? Criminal? Uh, yeah, it's criminal, I yeah, think, lawyer. Law. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Criminal law. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, bro, oh, bro, you, oh, I could actually use you, right? And I'm in front of, in front of my new business partner and the lawyer. I go, bro, so like, where you, where you practice? He goes, Miami. I go, this is perfect. <laughs> so like three years ago, uh, you know, we're, we're like fucked up at this point at this wedding. It's like 2 a.m. And you came to this wedding by yourself. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I go, yo, so like three years ago, um, I was in Miami. I was driving and uh, bro. So I was, I was, it was, it was late. Right. And I was, I was driving pretty fast and I, I hit this guy. I ended up like, you know, he, well, he, <laughs> I can't tell this joke. I think, I think it's one of those jokes. You, you told you said no, he, I just you said, said I, he was dead. I said I, I said I killed the guy. guy. I, t I said yeah, like for three years ago, like I hit a guy in my car and like, and like, bro, I haven't really told anyone besides you guys now here, um, and and I was maybe you could help me, you know. And he's like, <laughs> right. So like, this is attorney-client privilege, right? I can't tell anyone. And like in my peripherals, I see this this guy who invited me, the business partner. <laughs> 
holding his drink and this dude is shaking. <laughs> he thinks his new business, he thought Logan Paul just confessed to a, a murder. murder in front of him. I was like, yeah, no, it's like, the reason I found out it was like on the news the next day. Uh, but yeah, so like, I, you know, I haven't, I didn't know what to do, right? And he's like shaking like this. And the guy's like, the, the lawyer is even like, holy fucking shit. Like, what do I do with this information? And I was like, and bro, you know, I dragged this on for like five minutes, like a dickhead. And then I was like, and bro, you know what the craziest part about all this is? For five minutes. I go, you know what the craziest part about all of it is? And he, he's like, what? I go, it's all a lie. It's completely, entirely fabricated. I, I made all that up, dude. And the business partner goes, <gasps> Bro, I thought you just confessed to a murder in front of me. This guy was having a heart attack. He goes, that was dark. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> fucked up. I'm like a fucked up person. But anyways, that was one part of the wedding. Dude, it, I had so much fun. That, that was, was, it was, that was one part of the wedding. What <laughs> would you do if he just looked at you and put a drink down? He's like, okay, this is what we do. First of all, got to get rid of this guy. You hurt too much. <laughs> and the other guy just he starts just shaking pulls his gun out. He's like, second, <laughs> just starts telling you all this shit. Yeah, so uh, that was a good-ass time. They played great music. We had lots of drinks and dancing. Uh, I, 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 Are you reading this? <laughs> that was a great party. We had lots of drinking and dancing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've been doing, I've just been doing stuff here in Puerto Rico. Like, think about it. You guys came this weekend, but this is my life now, you know? And, uh, like, I went fishing. Um, do, you, do you know that when you catch a big tuna, sometimes you got to, like, fucking beat the shit out of it with a bat? You're very dark today, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. This is the first day on our set, quick. and... Uh, <laughs> So far, you imaginarily murdered somebody and beat the fuck out of a fish. Bro, do you know this? Why does Dylan have a No, I don't know head? this. I don't go fishing. And also, I d I've never beat a fish before. Dude, tuna, apparently, I, this is like a thing. If they're still like flopping around in the boat, because they can like take out your ankles. I saw these videos. I, I we, didn't, we didn't do this, but on our way out there, they showed me these videos of them just like beating this fucking tuna up with a, a yeah, bat. They weigh how many pounds? They're so big. They're massive fish. They could take you and your whole family out if you don't. Yeah, hundred percent. Kill or be killed. But also, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting motion sickness as a uh, as you as beating I, the fish as, <laughs> as I beat the fish. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the waves. I had to tell him to turn around. I said, I said uh, it was a guy I caught the shark with in Florida, Josh from Black Tip H. This is, he's a serious fishing guy, and we're out there, and it was just getting farther and farther away from land, and I'm like, I, I don't think I can, I don't got it in me anymore. I goes. Josh, you got to turn this fucking boat around. And uh, that was probably the last time I'll go deep sea fishing in Puerto Rico, unfortunately. But <laughs> it's great. Mean? It's great. I mean, here, it wasn't guys. deep fishing at all. That was pretty close by the shore. No, it wasn't we, deep. No, we, he ended up catching a fish uh, at the dock with his hands. That was all we caught that day. That was weird. I'm sorry. What the fuck did he just say? Bro, he just reached in the water and caught this fish, this glowy fish. It was glowing. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> How's LA? How is it? <laughs> I haven't been there. I haven't been there in a, over a month. I like LA. It's nice. It's not nice. It's getting scary. I don't go jogging anymore outside. It's terrifying. You know what? I had to delete off my phone the Citizen app. It scared the fuck out of it me. Is. Oh, bro. David's obsessed it's with that app. It scares the, the fuck out of me. It's the best. 
It's so scary. Woman throwing tables First of all, off how many people like, steal Amazon packages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One, two, how many people are getting stabbed nowadays? No, it's a, it's, it, the main thing is throwing stuff off bridges. Homeless man throwing stuff off bridges. That happens so much. It's all, the only thing that ever changes is what the object is. We, we've gotten some Homeless weird man ones. throwing chairs, lamps, rocks, <laughs> rocks a lot, but more than anything else. Just bottles. Fucking bowling balls and shit. Hey, what's we, no, we've got some weird ones, dude. What are, what are some... We, naked man running with saw yeah, down yeah. White Oak yeah, Avenue. Yeah, yeah. We, we tried to find one. We, yeah, tried, we, we, tried, to save the, we tried to save the day once. Yeah. <laughs> some, someone was naked and screaming outside Applebee's. We were like, we're going to go get them. You never get that at Chili's. You would never get that at Chili's. And then one time I... No, that someone was breaking in, and I was armed, and then they reported me, and then it was the man with the gun, and it was me. Oh, <laughs> you were the man you, with the gun. Someone, <laughs> <laughs> you got reported on Citizen because yes. you were the man with the gun. There, there was also one we saw, like, group of rowdy teenagers, gang fight down the street. We were like, yo, let's, let's go check it out, bro. We went, and there's just, like, 12 kids sipping beers, watching the sunset. But he would do it every time. Hilarious. Chilling. He would do it every time there was a report of anything. Out of nowhere, he would run out of the kitchen with the crossbow and be like, dude, there's a report of a woman stabbing a fucking turtle at Best Buy. We gotta go. I'm like, dog, just stop. You wanna know why? You're not going. You to wanna Best know why? Buy. I've always I've always had this weird thing. I'm like, damn, like self-defense. You know, someone breaks into my home. Imagine I take them out with a crossbow. That's a headline I'd like to read. Yeah, but that's one thing. But then what? Going to Best Buy is another. With like a crossbow. That, yeah, that's like looking for trouble. You ever heard the <laughs> saying, like, mind your business? <laughs> you, mean, you, you mean to tell me if I walk into Best Buy right now with a crossbow, you'd interpret that as a guy looking for trouble? Down here, it seems like it would be pretty normal. Yeah. Down here. Because I've, I've seen that. Bro, thing. There's, I, I've been down here for two days. I'm trying to figure out the lie of the land. Lay? lay? So, it's something. Lay of the land? It's, it's laying down. There's a, people don't. Miss George, yes, you have your hand up in the back of the class. What the fuck? Yeah, I just, I, I will. I just wanted to tell you that it reminded me of something, well, and I wanted to share after you, oh. you're done talking. You've been on this podcast for some time. You know, I love, you, I love him so much. You, you know how it works. I love him so much. You know how it works. You just wait. I got really, really, really toasted. Like, I, this was two months ago. But you guys were here for this. I got really, really toasted, and there's a Seven Eleven right next to my house. Now, sometimes it's very safe. Majority of the time, it's very not. Like, there's some crazy motherfuckers that walk in and out of that. Did, hold on, just so, morning. just so I'm clear, you're just gonna roll with the story. Yes. That you're, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you stopped. <laughs> I had my hand raised. This is respect. <laughs> so I get there. Mind you, the whole time in my heart, I'm praying. I was like, please, God, don't let anybody like come and beat me up or anything like that. There's a crazy guy outside, but me and him are Gucci because I always get him snacks and he loves me. So, that guy's good. I get past him and I'm, I'm at the, the, the fucking, I'm getting my Powerade that I thirstily needed at three o'clock in the morning. I'm going to drink and some five guys walk in. Get the fuck down. Put it in the fucking bag. I shit bricks immediately. Slide down, throw my back against the chips and try to hide in them. And I realize I go, oh my God, I can't get out of there. There's no other exit. Then you just hear, ha, 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 my boy, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I am sitting there fully submerged in chips. 
all the chips that I put my back into are completely popped and broken. Crushed. Crushed. I put my thing, I go like this, and they go, ha ha, my friend. They're all like the same ethnicity and they're dabbing each other up. They're laughing. They had no idea I was in there for them to do this joke. I come out and they all knew they fucked up because they see my face is completely white. And I put the drink down and the guy goes, we were just joking. And I go, yeah, no, it's a couple seconds late, but whatever. You know what you should have done? Should have popped up from behind where you were and went, Los Los put the fucking hands in the air. <laughs> Los Angeles police, get LAPD, down. get down. <laughs> Anaconda, get down. <laughs> Yo, those are the kind of things that only happen to you when you're too high to handle them too. No you are smart. You no are fucking way you are is baked. I going to handle that shit. No fucking way, bro. You were baked, right? Baked. And by the way, dude, like, I just a little FYI, like, like reality's not like fucking movies, bro. My dad put me in self-defense class my whole fucking life. I've learned from other people, fake guns, how to steal their fucking guns away from them, right? Show, show me. Bop, like that. Take yeah, the gun yeah. and put it against that. A guy put a gun in front of me, all of that knowledge, fucking gone. I just pissed in my pants <laughs> and hung up the phone with my mom because I didn't want her to hear me die. George, George. All of those classes were <laughs> worth nothing. Guy's like, what do you got? I go, whatever you want. And I just started peeing. George is like the dudes on TikTok when they try to disarm somebody. Like, I don't know. Welcome to the gulag. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> just automatic failure. So you were you were so stoned. Yeah, bro. He's but like, he's like, there's one other part of the story. Then I woke up, I realized I'm like, damn, I'm not even at 7-Eleven. <laughs> I'm in a recliner in my apartment. <laughs> I'm never getting weed from Mike ever again. <laughs> the H9X strain. You know who? You know who can't handle their uh, their uh, drinking drugs so G well. Gary, you. Not besides me. Jeff, we had a little issue. With, we had a little issue with Jeff on the oh, way, on the no, way here to Puerto Rico. This? Are you gonna do this thing where you tell thirty percent of the story? Yeah, and then you, go, probably, you probably uh, do have to uh, censor something. Uh, yeah. This Why? is his I can't talk face. Uh, no, no, because because. And another word from our sponsors. Look, we're all adults here, and some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy Nicotine is a company that was created to help nicotine users find a cleaner option and feel better about the way they consume nicotine. Their latest product is Slim Nicotine Pouches, which contain pure synthetic nicotine and provide the same satisfaction that nicotine users expect without any tobacco at all. Lucy Slim Pouches use newest technology for synthesizing pure nicotine in the lab. None of the tobacco, all of the nicotine satisfaction. They include both coconut oil and gum base to provide a soft, fluffy texture that enhances the flavor and doesn't dry out your mouth. And they come in three strengths, four, eight, and 12 milligrams with three exclusive and delicious flavors, spearmint, mango, and cool cider. It's 2021. Impulsive listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOGAN to get 20% off your order of Lucy Slim Pouches or any other Lucy products. That's lucy.co and use a promo code LOGAN at checkout. Also, I do have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, be sure to use a promo code LOGAN. Back to the program. Yo, I've been on rowdy flights before. Well, this was the rowdiest, but like the, it, was, it wasn't that rowdy, a Southwest flight. Spirit. I was on that flight where the guy got taped up. That, that was me, actually. That sounds like a spirit airline. The, guy, the dude who got duct taped to his seat. You didn't see that? No, he was the guy. I was the guy. He was the dude that assaulted My him. dad is worth two million. <laughs> the, kid, the kid's in his seat like, fuck you. What is My dad's worth two million. Like, like all right. What is he, the TikTok? Wait, 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 wait,
TikTokkin. My dad is worth $2 million. I can't take it anymore. I can't be here one second longer. <laughs> <laughs> like, get the fuck off the flight. Yo, it's not we, even that much money, bro. That was, like, I get, say that in first class. See what happens. I was going to be like, bro, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why Great, man. Here? Fantastic. Uh, what do you feel? What do you think about that? About Because here's where I stood on it. He, he needed to be restrained. The taping of the seat, I was completely fine with. <laughs> I was a little unsure about the mouth, like in the mouth and nose. <laughs> like when they start to, when they start to then act as like judge and executioner on the guy, they're like, he groped the fucking, the, the well, he stewardess. Did. He did. Tape him up so he can't breathe for six <laughs> hours. So like restraining him, I was like, all right, that's cool. But then when they started like the waterboarding and shit, I was no, like, oh, I'll tell, who's I'll sitting next to this kid while it was all happening? That's what I wanted. No, I, I think they moved. No, no, no. Now. But everybody around, imagine this. Because he was <laughs> he was clearly fucked up, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. That, that was the noise can he was I, making. Can, can you imagine coming to, like, you're not fucked up yeah. anymore. You're, you're sober up. Yep. You are taped to a chair. Your, your mouth is taped and you open your eyes and everyone around you is filming, filming you, you and laughing. At, everybody on the plane oh, was like, they were God. cracking up it at was, this it, motherfucker, dude, laughing their asses off, bro. In that one moment, I'm not going to lie, I did have a little bit of empathy for the Same. kid. I did feel, I was like, damn. It's, I mean, it's, he fucked up, you fucking idiot. It's always about uh, but like size of the response. That's what they say about anything <laughs> as it pertains to like <laughs> altercations or shit that happens, whether legally or in the streets. You always have to respond in kind. So if someone, if someone punches you in a street fight and you punch them back, when they fall on the ground, it's if done. you tee off on their head with a kick, that's aggravated assault. You go to jail for 15 years, yeah. right? So, so I'm like, okay, this dude assaulted the flight attendants, tape them to the seat, get the cops waiting at the station so he's arrested. Yep. But when they started to, when they started Abu Ghraib style uh, torture <laughs> techniques on him, they're like, cut off his fucking fingers. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> well, I was like, dog, what? I'm from Tampa. He's nuts. <laughs> he's allergic. I know, give it to him. <laughs> Start crumbling and putting it on a straw. In his nose. <laughs> They need they need to come up with a better system for rowdy passengers yes. on, on flights. Yes, huh? think about it. You're just trapped in a in a flying tube with a crazy person. Dog, where I mean, where are the zip ties? Where where's the, the uh, eject button? Lock them down. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if they could pull. It's just that so off. dark today. No, no, no. He's right. Oh, like, you having just... a problem with your carry on? Eject. <laughs> 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 I'm not talking. Talking about a raper, bro. Yeah, he was, he, yeah was, he, he was. He was, he was grabbing, he was groping, boobs, dude. dude. Yeah, he was. He was this little sick fuck. Yeah, little sicko. He was and also, he also was like think about Andrew this. Cuomo of that fly. Can I ask oh. you something? Is anybody taking your guys's mic away from just you? Skipped. He just. <laughs> you guys are holding your mics like somebody's he about to move. Still doesn't even know. Still doesn't even care. No, no, no. My PR team told me not to acknowledge anything that has to do with <laughs> things. Sorry. Do you have a clean rep? No, I don't have a fucking PR team. Andrew Cuomo had a clean rep. This is my PR team. My mom and dad on the phone. George, why do you say that, man? Don't do that. No, so so Jeff, Jeff wasn't as bad as that kid who got duct taped to the seat. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> you would have ejected your own manager off the plane. We were about to. We, oh. No, we were, we, we, he wasn't that bad. He was definitely having uh, way too much fun, though. How much did it cost you? $35,000. <laughs> Wait, $35,000 of what? Thirty damages. Explain the Private jet damages. All right, well, tell the story. Wow. Yeah. Look, we we uh, I don't know what happened. We just started drinking a lot, and the way that the 
The flight attendant and the pilots packed the plane. They put the water behind all of our stuff so they couldn't grab it. So we we, we had no choice but to continue drinking liqueur and not water. We, we had no water. So by the end of this six, seven hour flight to Puerto Rico, we're playing like $40,000 games of Uno, just like yeah, <laughs> betting cause... money on, on Uno. Jeff has his shirt off. Chase is throwing drinks at him. Jeff is spilling drinks everywhere. Cayenne pepper got on the ground. That's what they're most pissed about. Uh, oh, oh, that was the biggest thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't crazy rowdy, but when when we got off the plane, you know, Jeff was running around uh, like under the jet without a shirt on and like on the tarmac where like planes are landing with a $50 <laughs> bill going, I have 50 million. I have 50 million. We're like, yo, Jeff, let's keep Jeff sober, huh? Hashtag keep Jeff sober. Nah, he's normally fine. He Can just, I ask you, did this all happen when he like had a kid? Right? Or has he always been like this? This was last week, George. No, I'm saying like this whole heightened of like the new Jeff. No, it's not the new Jeff. These are these are very rare occurrences. Normally, I've gone out to many a dinner with Jeff. He's a very respectable manager uh, and friend. He just, everyone's, dude. He's, he's got a level. Know? He's got yes, a level everybody that does. you can't let him hit. Right. Don't let him hit. Do you remember in Hawaii? When he, when, he ha- when he grabbed Evan and Evan's like, let me know. I can't and, breathe. And he, had, <laughs> and, like, Let me know. and he had all his stuff in his pocket, his phone, his wallet, everything, oh, yeah, all of his right. belongings, yeah. everything he's ever owned was in his pockets. <laughs> all of his assets were in his pockets. Cars, and, and just everything. and Jeff just like slowly just dragged them into the pool. S- soaked all Evan of his stuff. Was Evan was pissed. Pissed, bro. Bro, I hate to be the guy to say this, but I get so excited when he gets mad, bro. <gasps> He's the best angered person ever. Wait, hold on. Not real angry. You like you like Evan when he's intentionally being angry to be funny. I like when he's really angry, but not at me. No. No. I love no. it. No. I, no. But you're also, I like to stir shit up sometimes. Yeah, yeah you're I'm sicko. that guy. I love chaos when it's controlled. Controlled chaos, I go watch them from you, far away. I people watch. Dog, I love it. I want to know why. Hey, you, let me put it this way. If somebody's proposing, I'm praying. She says no. So I can see the fucking, <laughs> the satisfaction of his heart just like this. Everybody's like, oh, like, like I like the chaos. Like, don't get me wrong. In a perfect world, she'd be like, just kidding. And then they like fall in love so I could just get the little bit of it. And then like it worked. But like, I love chaos. Bro, I love it. Hey. I fucking love it. I, I'm actually with you. He I- sparks up and, ah, nah, 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 and his eyes are just fucking back. And he's just, just saliva coming at. And I know I'm safe. I didn't stir that up. Uh, I just watch it. <laughs> Beautiful. Y'all are sick. Both of you. I watched We're Evans. Sick? Yeah. I watched Evans' uh, goodbye video. Oh, he he, he made a video called "Thank You for Everything," oh. yeah, just good. like thanking me for this crazy life that we've uh, we've lived this past three years. Like you know, leaving uh, Encino, California, me moving, and it was, bro. I, I I watched it on like a Tuesday at two p.m. I was with you. I didn't I didn't realize I'd be fucking crying you in my cr- garage. You actually cried. I've never seen you cry before. Do you ever think it's nah, because, because like just a little bit of you is a pussy? A lot of me. <laughs> just no, it was it was just a nice thank you video. I'm still waiting for yours. <laughs> <laughs> I say thank you to you all the time. I just don't make videos of it. Oh my god. I said thank you to you so much. I will take this moment to to thank you publicly. 
for everything. You you are the reason why I'm I have what I have. Doesn't 100%. count until it's in the your mom's basement. No, I will make a I'm video. literally I will not make a fucking the reason video you have the shorts you're even wearing. Those are mine. I know that. I know. That. I get I, I get a lot of shit about this. I gave you the I do you remember that? Also, t- what the fuck kind of outfit is this, bro? You wearing a black? Let, let me just let me. I, I'm. My, you look like you got laid off. Fine, I will take all of this. Hand me down Gucci shorts. I will dress each one of these one by one. Okay. I Start not, with the shorts. I will not make the video because I I rate cheeseburgers and hang out with women, and I don't make those kind of. It's just not my content style. Oh. But 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 but. I do want to say thank you very much. Uh, the shorts, uh, I gave you. You remember that time I gifted you that off-white shirt? That was that was. Yes. I always made that. Always made me feel a little bit better. I hate that fucking shirt. You wear it sometimes. I hate. Not it. as much as the shirts that you wear every single time we go out, which is the same fucking three. <laughs> my, my my fan it's base the one that looks like this, right? <laughs> no, ready, ready. Here they are. There's the multicolored shirt that he wore all the way back from the KSI fight, which has like flowers on it and like purple and green and it's tailored to fit his biceps real nice. Get a lot of compliments on that shirt. The New York Yankees white (laughs) one that he wore last night. It's off white. And Pink Floyd t-shirt. Pink Floyd, let's go. He's got three You want to know something so funny too? You want to know something something so funny too? Every time I put on that Pink Floyd shirt, I'm like, bro, who's going to be the fucking girl tonight? Who's like, you don't even know of one Pink Floyd song. And so I've memorized... One Pink Floyd song. Which one? Uh, another Brick in the Wall. Like, okay. you know, I, I I tried to like memorize some titles. I'm not good at memorizing titles for songs for some reason. So, so you know, if a, a girl or anyone's like, name one Pink Floyd song, you know, like a cultured girl, I'll be like, another Brick in the Wall. And they'll go, I, I'm waiting for this moment. It's going to happen. It hasn't yet. They'll go, name another Pink Floyd song. Are you <laughs> oh, fucked. I have watched you. I am so fucked. I actually just, walked you through that catalog so many fucking times. I can't times. remember the name. You know all, you know Comfortably Numb, you know uh, Shine On Your Crazy Diamond, you know uh, Us and Them, you know all the, I've played every single one of these I got that shirt you. from Jake, actually. Yeah, it's a great shirt. I actually told this story to Bell yesterday, or like two days ago, the time we were in uh, Santa Monica and Logan was taking a picture with a little girl, like could not be 12. <laughs> And she's wearing uh, like a band shirt. Let's just say it is Pink Floyd, but it was a different band. And this 30 or 4-year-old dude runs up on this girl with a skateboard and goes, name three songs and take that shirt off. And Logan goes, hey, can I see your skateboard real quick? And he puts it on the ground and throws it into traffic. Wait, did that actually, that part actually happen? Yes. And he goes, fucking beat it, man. And I was just sitting there like, just admiring this whole situation. I was like, wow, this is so amazing. Bro, I hate when people, why you got, just let me wear a fucking shirt, <laughs> it's dude. A, it's a meme. It's a meme online. The, the, not the shirt wearing person. The meme is of the person that approaches them now. Oh. Like, name three songs. Like somebody's wearing, it's always Nirvana. It always, it's, it's always a, it's Nirvana. a Nirvana team. They come up and they say, "Name three fucking songs." You're not a real fan. That's <laughs> why I always wear NSYNC t-shirts. Ask name, me name name three ask songs. Ask me. Ask me name. if I wore a fucking Backstreet Boys. Don't ask me because I don't fucking know. Wait, no, no, I don't. Third, third note. Why am I wearing the shirt? It's, it's part of my. I'm 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 moving into a, a different style. A little bit. I'm aging up. It only looks like you aged up. Like this is the aged part, and this is like the the TikTokers. I'm trying to figure out my life. Aged up is the perfect term for your situation right now. 
I am trying to figure out my life. I've been trying to figure out my life for 36 years, George. How's that coming? It's not going well. I feel like we've been making this 36-year-old jokes for a couple of years now. I know. How much is your real age? uh, It's coming up. I'm about to turn again. But in my recent recent travels, uh, uh, I was at dinner. David was there as well in the San Tropez, which, by the way, is probably the the coolest place I've ever seen uh, or been to last week. And uh, I looked around me, and all of the people there were married. And they all had kids. Ugh. I know, and, and you know that's always been my response to that. But Ugh. the girl said to me, she she said with, with our favorite accent, by the way, every one of them watched the episode where we were talking about what happened in Spain. They all watched the episode. Really? Yeah, no, no, they thought it was hilarious. There were like our accents that we give the girls. Oh. I, mean, I miss you. <laughs> they said we we're making them sound like cleaning ladies. That's what they said. <laughs> I miss you. It's like not even close. Don't they? But she goes, Donde I miss you? Donde esta mi esposa? She goes, You don't want to be 40, gray hair and no children. Oh. And I was like, Fuck. I can't even have gray hair when I'm 40 because I'm not going to even have any hair at 40. Yeah, you are. <laughs> we're, we're going to Turkey. Really take you a broken English woman to explain that to you? No, no, but also, no, no, no. Everybody <laughs> else. Broken English really sat, like just hit you in the soul? Yes, like, that's what right. it was. I need. Children. No, but it's not even that. I mean, listen, my, my stance has always been the same on it. I think everybody's different. Some people some people never want to have kids. You know what some I realized? Some people never want to have kids, even at 100 years old. That would be weird anyways, to Dude, have kids at that age. It takes, uh, it takes 48 hours, I think, with someone, 48 hours straight, with the same person to realize whether or not y'all fuck with each other. I think that's what I'm, uh, that's the, the time limit that I'm going to put on compatibility like two days of kicking it yeah uh and i say this because you know being in puerto rico here i i I, uh will occasionally fly down a girl who i like spending time with like that's (laughs) occasionally (laughs) occasionally yeah the flyouts as mike calls them but the rule is i have to like i I need to like this person because i know that i'm going to be entertaining them here in puerto rico they fly out here they want to have fun it's their vacation right but it's my work so i have to be able to you know uh just vibe appropriately and and sometimes uh i get annoyed of people most people i hate a lot of people pretty much yeah i mean i love people but like you know bro 48 hours and another word from our sponsors you guys uh life's kind of returning back to normal so how you getting hyped up no matter how you're feeling about getting back out there there's no denying it's adjustment when the world gets too loud something i love to do is create my own soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or to stay calm with some guided meditation. Let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort. And unlike some other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. And they start at about half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Give them a try. You'll see what I mean. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now. Impulsive listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash Logan. That's buyraycon.com slash Logan to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash Logan. Back to the program. I'm not super um, willing to compromise right now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like a relationship's hard. You're in a relationship. There's a lot of of bending. There's a lot of give and take. I'm willing to not bend that much. Or take. Take. You mean bending or taking? 
I'm not doing that. But it's also it's also really difficult for you because you're you're locked in, and also there's a world of women out there. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Is that a play? The world of women. Go. Let's do it because wow. I know we're about to dive the let's fuck go. in. Let's go. Give me one more for that. One. I'm the proud <laughs> owner of over. 40 women on the yeah, blockchain. So you're saying you own women? You Wait, check with the ref. Hold you on. You own women? And now we're going to say it I intentionally said it like that. I think it's, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and like uh, address the elephant in the room. Um, so, okay. Imagine there actually was the, wor <laughs> the world of women. It's an NFT project. I want to like dive into NFTs on this episode because yep, yep, I'm going yep. fucking crazy yep, yep. on NFTs, bro. I dropped a million dollars on <sighs> digital images. PNGs, bro, this week that you can screenshot and also have, except I'm the actual owner of it. And uh, I've just been diving into the space and a project that I'm very, very, very bullish on is World of Women. A and uh, I think it's kind of just, it's not, it's not ironic, but you know, me like having ownership of these images of women on the blockchain kind of sounds like weird, <laughs> but what the project means, what it represents, what it stands for and the art itself, I love. Um, I, 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 I aped, as they say in the crypto world into this project. Um, I got some really, really beautiful night goddesses. Uh, I got a royalty club member, which uh, basically gives a pool of 19 people per a percentage of the sales. So the community of the world of women has like a, a, a great group. Um, the, the girl who started the project, her name is Yam, is uh, here to basically like level the playing field for women to break through in crypto. And I think that has yet to be done. I think that's a, a, gonna be a, an exploding vertical in this space soon. I love the art, I love the cultural significance. I think eventually when NFTs are understood as the, uh, the monumental asset that they are, this project will take off in the future. Two things I believe in, ready? Crypto and women. <laughs> crypto and women. Love women, love crypto. I think the people behind the project, I think the team, I think the community are, is amazing. Um, and I'm just excited to, to be a part of it, honestly. Can you give a little bit more color uh, as to what has been, ha we, it's been a while since we talked about uh, NFTs on the show. Sure. A lot. A lot has happened in the past, call it call it three months, but then a lot has happened in the past three weeks in the crypto world. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I think, you know, punks have driven a lot of that. Yeah. I think punks have brought NFTs to the mainstream um, and, and, and a number of other projects. Um, but do you want to paint a little bit as to, as to what's happened in the punks world and the NFT world over the past couple of weeks? I sure. Guess? So as we talked about in the before on this podcast and have not talked about in a while, um, NFTs, non-fungible tokens, digital asset, assets that one person can claim ownership of on the blockchain. And what I predict is going to happen, because this just makes the most sense to me, because I really do believe that pretty much all of the world is going digital. So if you start there and if you believe that, NFTs will make sense to you. I saw a tweet the other day. I don't know if this is the right sentiment that I'm trying to uh, capture, but I saw a tweet that like uh, with celebrities, people went from autographs to selfies. Mm. With, with digital assets or just assets in general, it, it's going to go from like tangible physical collectibles to digital art. And I think 
kids now are being normalized to digital art. They understand something that is a lot harder for us to grasp, grasp because we like, we like holding the thing, right? But the idea of ownership of digital assets is so exciting because I was having this conversation at dinner. Bro, can you, can you imagine a world where the Mona Lisa was broken into fifths? Fractional ownership you're yep. talking about. Let's, yeah, say, yeah. let's say it was broken into fifths. And you can buy that ownership on the blockchain and be an owner of the Mona Lisa. The actual Mona Lisa is like physically stored somewhere, but the country of France, whoever owns it, the, the Louvre maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, assigns ownership to five people. Bro, the country could raise billions of dollars instantly just by letting a couple billionaires own a, a fifth of the Mona Lisa. Like the the possibilities of uh, digital art and and assets on the blockchain, I think are, are limitless. And there's so much room for growth and create creativity in the space, uh, as meta worlds start to come out. And, uh, is that like earth too? Like that kind of stuff? Yeah, pretty much, bro. Like everything's going digital, bro. I, I do like how the, the galleries in your phone, so you don't have to take somebody well, to your house, to your art gallery. You could like kind of reminisce at dinner. Or but now like. it's also, they're they're starting to create ways to show them in, in home as well. Yeah, with screens, right? Correct, like holographs. But you, so listen, obviously at first, when you talked about this on the show, call it eight months ago, maybe, yeah. we all laughed. Bro, it was in, it was four months ago. I said, I go, yo, I bought this, this crypto punk, it's called, yep. this hoodie punk for 170K. We were all like, whoa, <laughs> no way. I got an offer on this fucking hooded crypto punk for $700,000. I'm sitting at my computer like this. What the fuck? Oh, hi, big man. And it still wasn't enough. It, bro, I, I go, if I just go like this, I have $700,000 for this image. And it, I didn't sell it. Right, right. Because I, I, I believe I'm going to sell it for like multi, multi millions of dollars one day. Um, so, so now I am... You know, I'm I'm a late bloomer, and I'll and I'll take the the penalty that is not listening. You know what I'm saying? And and now punks have gone from a thirty thousand dollar floor to a hundred and fifty thousand dollar floor, and people are you know paying attention. You told me, banks told me, yep. and so I'm starting to look at some of these other projects and pay a little bit more attention to what Gary Vee's saying. And I I do like the space. I think it's very interesting. The the one thing I've noticed is that uh, unlike the art world. First and foremost, the NFT space right now is the wild west at the at the at the highest level. Do you, do you know what it is? Really, I'm realizing and I'm, I've drawn this connection. Yeah, yeah. At this particular moment in time, the excitement and hype about the NFT space is almost exactly what it was for shit coins about two months, about a month to two months ago. But but with a tangible good attached, which is the, which is the difference, right? Like you actually are getting something. It's not like. Do, do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, you're getting. Like it's, it's not. But are but are you? Because actually, no, you're not. So that's the whole so point of it. So it's it, it. Well, you're getting the the art, right? Sure, but it's not tangible. It's not tangible. No, no, no. It's never tangible. You never. said it. Uh, you, I think you misspoke. It's tangible all, is something you can hold in your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, it's you can hold your phone in your hand. But everyone can. Right. It's not tangible. Okay, okay. What? It, maybe that's not the right term. But you're you're getting something of note, something that you can see. Of yeah. value. You know what I'm saying? So of, of value, whatever. Anyways, what I'm getting at here is the factors for success or for uh, that that impact meaningful projects 
is so drastically different than anything we've ever seen before. Let's talk about this. But, and just the, just the <laughs> last doing an ASMR thing. You could you could pop in, but I, I guess all all I was getting at was 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 in the entire history of art. Uh, who's the artist? You know, what does their past work look like? How long has the piece been around for? What is the material that it's painted on? All of these things. Now it's that is a really cool penguin. So okay, that is a really <laughs> cool penguin. I'm getting and people are like, yo. That is a yeah. dope penguin. It's What he's no, talking about on, is a project yeah. called Pudgy Penguins. I, are you mad at me that I that, that I brought no, that up? No, no, we're just talking about. Yeah, it. yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, no, no, okay. What? no. I, don't, I, I was going to talk about this. That's what, which is why I wanted to address that. A okay, lot of people okay, are asking okay. me like, well, how are you choosing your projects? Right. Like, well, like, what kind of research are you doing? And it it, it is tough because there's probably probably about fifty <laughs> new NFT projects launching per day. Most of them are going to fail, if not like damn near all, all of, them. of them. So are, how yes. do you pick the significant projects? For me, two things I look at. That's it. Ready? One is the art. Do I like it? Me, Logan. Right, Literally right. subjective. Completely mm -hmm. intuitive. Do I like it as a collector? By the way, I realize this now. I'm a I'm a professional collector. I, I, I just hit me. I go, why do I like like gathering things of the same vertical and just like, and seeing what happens to it. Like when I was younger, I collected rocks and coins. I've always loved it. And then it became Pokemon. I started to get a little bit more money, got a lot of Pokemon cards. Now it's the NFT space, which I think is going to be fucking massive, bro. I don't even think we can comprehend how big uh, the concept is going to be. But one, the art, completely intuitive, right? You just have to like it. And then two, the cultural significance. What does it mean for culture? Okay. Which is why I like World of Women. One of the first female-led, female-empowering projects on the blockchain with really, really amazing art and an amazing community, I'm in. Mm. My issue with the penguins, with like the Bored Apes Yacht Club, is I see the hype, but to me, a fucking penguin on my wall as an art piece when I have my digital frames isn't something like I. That's not cool to me. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I, I, I think it's a very short-term project. Uh, it, there's a lot of people making a lot of money with flips, but bro, this space to me is not a, a couple months play. It's not a couple years play. This is like a decade. Like I'm, I'm looking 10 years out. Those are the projects I'm looking for. I'm looking for when I, when, when I imagine this piece on my wall, what's the story behind it? What's the narrative? What can I tell people? Oh, that's a, <laughs> that's a pudgy penguin. It's a, uh, it's like a, a it's a, like a chubby cartoon penguin. So, no, no, bro, that's not why. Oh, that that's a crypto punk. This is one of the first NFT projects on uh, on uh, the Ethereum network, and it was I bought it for 170k, and now people are offering me three million for it. That's cool to me. And this was one of the this was one of the the uh, catalysts for why the space took off, and that this was that project. I like that narrative. There's a lot of projects I just don't I don't I don't, I don't get right now, and yeah, I see yeah. the hype, and I just can't sink my teeth into them. It's so weird. It's so weird, like like because there's a level of sub, sub subjectivity in this that like I like as a collector, as someone who does this, and you and you've gotten confident for good reason in your ability to understand that your subjective uh, interest in a 
project probably translates into a greater interest in a project. I am so generally basic in my taste yeah, yeah. that it helps me, even just me as a creator, I kind of know what people want. Finger on the pulse. Yeah. I kind of know what it works. Yeah. And I have a pretty good track record. And so when I when I choose these projects, I, I, I put my heart and soul into them. This is now a piece of me, bro. I have a, like a collection on my profile uh, that's public and everyone can see. And I'm like, this is cool to me. Like I, I love going on my open and see and just like scrolling at all these different things I own and all these fun, exciting projects. I think that's why you are actually successful in it because you're not doing it to get money. You're doing it just because you are passionate about it. He loves it, it yeah. I really, I really do like it. Um, but damn, bro, you fucking know how to make money, dude. It's I, so it, funny watching you make money. I can't tell what I'm better at, spending money or making money. <laughs> dude, it's very equal because you are an idiot when it comes to spending money. So dumb. <laughs> but you are also so fucking smart when it comes to making money. So you just kind of like equals out. You're like, you're like, all right, you're a genius. You're a mad genius, dog. A mad genius dog. You're a mad you spent genius money last night. dog. Wait, hold up. Before, oh, before we get into yeah, that, sorry, just, sorry. just I want to wrap this out. Yeah, yeah. The thing that I'm most excited for, and this is the first time I've ever said anything about this. For the last six months, I've been working on my own NFT project that uh, I believe is going to change the game. Because as of now, there's a model that uh, a lot of people in the crypto space have identified. And that's releasing a set number of unique assets each with different characteristics and you're kind of crossing your fingers, your project pops off, right? CryptoPunks, there's 10,000. Pudgy apes or <laughs> bored apes, 10,000. Pudgy penguins, uh, I think there's like 8,888. There's a set number. It's it's all just the same thing, just rewrapped into different skins and you hope there's enough hype and a community around to build um, value in your project, right? I think, there I think there needs to be a fresh take and this project that I have uh, is that fresh take. September 1st, CryptoZoo.co. I'm going to tease it. That's all I'm going to say about it now because uh, we're finishing up the, the development. But I am so excited about this project. It's, it's, it's so fun. It provides a yield with a token, can earn you money. And uh, as a person who understands, I think, the NFT space enough to know what works, what people want, and what they're looking for, I think my game is going to make, uh, make some waves. So it actually is. Stay on the lookout for uh, CryptoZoo. I didn't know you had a date, bro. Hey, September question. 1st, how, do, how, do, uh, how do we invest in it? Huh? How do we invest in it? Uh, well, you guys are going to get early access, obviously. Like, Cause not, I, not that early, but like. It's funny because I'm not doing this because, like, I'm your boy. When you showed it to me, I didn't know it was yours. And I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. Bro, we, we have a massive team behind it and are probably out of pocket like a million just because we believe it's going to work on development. Yeah. Just for some context for people out there, this has consumed his life. <laughs> me, me, his, me and me and Danny, and Danny and, and many others. And many I was others. able, I was able to give uh Danny a little, a little bit of equity. Her first like equity project. Oh! Yeah, Daddy, yeah, yeah. Daddy, Daddy. I texted her this. I was like, I was like, look, I'm gonna make you project manager. Uh, I'm gonna give you some equity. Wow. You might make a lot of fucking money. You might make no money at all, but like, it's gonna be fun. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. what I said. <laughs> One day she's gonna be on a yacht and she's gonna be like, <laughs> 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 
No, but I, it starts with the product, bro. And I'm super fucking particular about this product. It's taken six months. Half the projects, not half. Well, yeah, half. The ones that I'm invested in right now, I'm looking at like the timelines on it. They're quick, bro. They're, it's quick to make a digital asset with, you know, unique randomly generated characteristics. We handmade art for the past six months, bro. Approval, very specific notes, 10 different artists making art for our project. A development team that has to be wizards because you're dealing with blockchain, people's money, uh, transactions. And uh, it's going to be on the Binance Smart Chain. Just I'm, I'm saying this here now because uh, the Ethereum network, the gas fees don't make sense for the type of uh, continuous and frequent transactions taking place in our game. Like g gas fees, by the way, for people who aren't in crypto is when you make a transaction, if the network is clogged, you have to pay a, a, a fee to get your transaction from A to B. It's called gas. Um, Sounds I, like tax. Pretty much. And generally. And I love how they bragged about like, oh, the government taxes you. And then all of a sudden gas fees. Like, bitch, it's monopoly, bro. It's like as soon as you get to the top. Well, they're, like, working, well, they're working on it. The, yeah, the they fee, fucking the better work can on get ridiculous, Dude, they can get ridiculous, bro. I'm going to go pee. Yeah, I have to go pee as well. How but is that possible? I, I can wait. I can wait. ETH two, ETH two is supposed to address that, correct? The new, the new. They've been supposed to address it I for know. years because because normally what happens is if you're if you're buying on one of these uh, drops, you're also paying an extremely increased fee because you're paying for a higher queue mark to, to get yeah. pushed up in the queue for a faster release. But honestly, the, I am very excited about this project i i just just to watch how much work you've put into it and how much time you and danny and jeff and uh everybody has spent on it it's going to be really cool to see it come to Thanks. come to come to life man yeah yeah get bro gary has v friends crushing right now gary vaynerchuk vaynerchuk good friend of mine yeah absolutely crushing and i and i'm here like now it's my turn yeah, you yeah. know I'm, I'm excited to launch uh to launch my game. You keep using a, and you just did it again. You keep using a word there, game. You're not using like a project. It's a game. It's a game. It's a fun. It's a really fun game that makes you money. So, because what I'm hearing is someone who loved NFTs and loved the game of Pokemon has come up with a game. You know what I'm saying? You want like, like, to like, you know something so fucking funny, bro, dude. Okay, so I came up with this idea here, actually, in Puerto Rico in February. Um, and I was like, I think this might be um, a really fucking good idea. Uh, and, and I knew I wanted to make a creative mark in the NFT space, not just a collecting mark, right? Uh, and I started with two ideas that I could not do. One of them was Club Penguin, bro. I wanted to put the penguins from Club Penguin on the blockchain, like get the rights to Club Penguin, bring it back for the millennials who play Club Penguin and had it stripped from them, by the way. Thought you didn't like penguins. Taken from our hands. No, I say that because it's funny because <laughs> not pudgy penguin. Like humans have Fit a weird penguins. thing for fucking penguins, dude. <laughs> weird. And then, I tr and then I wanted to do it with Pokemon. Looked into getting the, uh, the licensing uh, for that. Impossible. Good luck. Impossible. Good luck. So I was like, you know what? I got something even better and more viral. Ooh, just fucking wait. I'm excited, obviously. What kind of changing gears, I guess, a little bit, but also staying on it. What What is it about you lately, and what is it about Puerto Rico that's been allowing you to? Because you'll send texts to the group chat of ideas that are billion dollar ideas, dude. And and obviously that's aggressive for me to say that, but very very solid fucking ideas 
if not daily, like weekly, right? Why are you, what is it about this place that allows you to come up with that stuff? I don't know. Or is man. it just the weed? Uh, you, <laughs> it, it, it's the drugs. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know, bro, because my plate is full. <coughs> Everyone in my friend group knows, like, I cannot take any more projects. I just can't. And so I'll come up with ideas and send voice memos. I'll be like, hey, like whatever one of you wants to fucking run with this. If you want to put in the time, it's a good idea. I, I want to say one. Can I say, or is not, it just not that one, the one? Because I- Is anyone it, doing anything with I that? will surely would love to do something with that. You told me not to because you were like, actually, wait, that's too good. All I right, might never, want to- Never mind. All right. No, bro. No, please don't. For, for the crypto zoo? Yeah, I have to decide. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of mints, when they first mint the- uh, the asset, uh, we, we just did one. It was at 0.085 ETH. It's probably about, it's, it's, what is it, like a 200, it was $250, $250 purchase. Uh, CryptoZoo, we're going to launch our eggs at, I think, 0.1 ETH. So it's going to be about $300 to buy in. But uh, um, to be honest with you, one thing that we're kind of struggling with the game, and it's interesting talking about it without actually having the, the product for people to see, Uh Kids are addicted to it. Mm. Our developers' kids, all of them, cannot stop playing the game. And it's interesting because we've definitely created like a viral, fun, uh, interactive game for 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 kids. Uh, they're all bothering their dads and moms about about the th can we hatch the eggs yet? Can we hatch the eggs? Uh, but obviously, the crypto space is not for kids. No. Is there is <laughs> is there a way it could potentially be uh, commercialized or repackaged into like a game that could be? I think the way you know it's gonna. I think the a way it's mobile game. I think the like way that? it's gonna work is it's gonna be a fantastic <laughs> bonding experience for uh, for families. To be honest with you, where who one person might be into crypto more than the rest, uh, and then also I think the coolest thing about our project is, I really really do believe it is gonna be the catalyst for a lot of young people getting into crypto. I think this will be their first fun NFT crypto experience. My game. I think- Do you uh, see it I, developing I, throughout I'm, years? I'm trying to bridge the gap for people who maybe aren't so into it yet. Because mm -hmm. a lot of the world doesn't understand it, right? This is a very simple, easy way to get involved, have some fun and uh, start, start uh, building your portfolio. Uh, and no, on that, I actually saw some statistics for ownership of crypto on a randomly uh, questioned group of people. Mm. And uh, I think 4,000 internet users were queried in the United States and 6% of those people uh, admitted to owning crypto. That is nothing. Yeah, yeah, I know. That is nothing. So that's why when people tell you, yeah, Bitcoin's going to a million, like, they might be right. Want to hear something even weirder? 32% of those queried in Nigeria owned crypto, which was strange to me. And there was a lot of people that were asking questions about it. Like, is there, I, supposedly they're like a center for fraud no, or something. They, they, have, they have no banking system. Oh. There's no system where we have a bank account. All right. Also, any, also fraud. Also yeah. Fraud. Anyways, all I was getting at is, yes, this is just the beginning of crypto and you can, you will definitely interest more people in it. Uh, September 1st. That's awesome. What else? Let's go. I, I see stuff about sex on there. Oh, bro, bro. Have you seen the show uh, Sex Life on Netflix? Yes. 
I was about to say, Belle's been binging this. Yeah, of course she has. Have you Belle, seen you wanna, Have what? you seen episode three? Oh, Belle, do you want to hop in for this? Because I don't know. God. Belle, get in here. Get in here. Have you seen episode three? Yeah. This dude, this dude has the biggest cock I've ever seen in my life. Wait, wait, wait. It's nude? What the fuck are you watching bro, while I'm at the gym? Bro, I can't be the only one who thinks this. Dude, I this think guy's- it was, I think it was a body double, though, for that. Because I don't oh think they God. showed the rest of his body, like the top part of his body. I, I saw that there was a cut, but I couldn't tell. Was was that his penis? I don't know. Dude, it that was a, was very a penis. Quick, like, it was just a quick bathroom-like scene. Wait, they showed dicks in the show? One dick. Just that one. That's why I'm thinking, because there's so many sex scenes between him and the girl that like doesn't make sense. So I think it was a body double. How did you go from Entourage to that? <laughs> You want, you want, you finish Entourage. You literally feel like you're watching some guys. <laughs> I sh- I'm on my way to the gym. She calls me. She's like, babe, are we going to finish Entourage? I go, just wait for me, dude. Stop being so pushy about it. She goes, okay, I'm going to start something else. Come back. She's on season 14. How, how did you binge watch? There's only one season. Do not. Like. Do not. Leave your girl alone at home with your Netflix account that you watch episodes of things together. Don't do that. Dude, she will watch it without you. I actually don't. Oh, yeah. I respect that rule because it's very sacred. Yeah. If he watched something without me that we were watching together, I'd be seriously it's kind of fucked up. Very mad. I gotta ask, what are you guys watching? What Dude, can, 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 can I can I ask you? Talk to me about that penis. <laughs> How impressive was this penis? What do you mean to say? It was it was a very like long penis. Very long penis. What <gasps> but are you I ta- just- Dude, he had a baseball bat coming out of his groin. And I know I, you, I know you're like used a, to I know you're used to this guy's dick, so she's like, "Yeah, kind of normal to me." <laughs> swinging a baseball bat, nah, bro. I, that one was just like I feel like was just a little too excessive. Like it was like really long and weird. I think I'd be like a little weirded out. I'm not a girl, never have been, but I look you at know? something like that and I go, "What? How does how does that work? How does that?" Oh, it's like one of those fit. fake dildo things that are like yes. this long. Yes. Oh, good for him. Also, ba- but bad it's also for very him. thin. There's a, there's a guy that I actually worked with. That no, was, it wasn't. It wasn't. Mm-mm, absolutely not. I thought it was. I don't know. I, maybe I saw you only quickly. I'm sorry. Bro, when I say baseball bat, bat I'm talking about like a Louisville fucking slugger, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I just remember it being very long. And but I was but like, but she'll she'll admit to this too. But like if Alex Cooper, for example, what do they call boyfriend dick? That. That's not boyfriend dick. Like, oh. like when that thing comes out, like girls aren't like, yes, they're like, fuck. Can we get, can we get some comments below? Like, ladies, what happens? No, no, ask, what ask happens her, when ask, you see a when you see a, a peepee that is just, yeah, yeah, it's pain, dude. They, too too big to handle. What do you do? It's painful for them. It is painful. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. Ugh. Sorry, George. To have to ask. <laughs> no, look at me. <laughs> oh, you fucked up. Well, how did I fuck up? I don't know. No, she up? she didn't know. Wait, he's kidding. All right, so so giant. We're we're on the topic of giant cocks. How did I fuck up? I don't think he did. I think he just said that. It was funny because you made a, a comment about a dick. Oh, you talking about his dick? Well, yeah. Oh, fire! Uh, fire. From a dog oh, nice, about. nice, nice. Oh, I don't know. I love how you guys brag about my dick more than I brag about. <laughs> he was I'm looking probably, at me in a good way. He wasn't bro, looking at me in a bad way. I'm fucking proud of my boy's dick. This is the only reason I'm not afraid of my height. When people make fun of my height, I go, you have no idea. <laughs> George's dick is bigger than his body. I lay down and people think I'm 6'4". I'm just kidding. That was my first comment. I was like... You know what's actually... Bro, really- bro, 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 bro. I, dude, this guy... Me and George go way back. You know, I've seen... I've seen this is I've before Me Too movement happened, and I used to joke around and flash my friends. Was, you would pull fun. your dick I would out never all the me time. Too. He, Look, we'd see his pee-pee, and he'd swing it around sometimes. I swear to God, I thought this guy would get that thing going fast enough. He'd take, take off. off. 
helicopter. <laughs> and just takes off. George, where'd you go? In high school, this is, I probably will probably get cut. But in high school, I used to walk around the locker room and ask people what time it was. But I'd wrap my dick around my wrist and I would pull it out. I'm like, yo, what time is it? They'd be like, get the fuck away from me, bro. He still does that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, what do you do that? I go up to my girl. I'm like, yo, what baby, what time is it? Sorry, what did you say? He takes his penis <laughs> no, and wraps no, it no, around no, no, his no. wrist. No, I what he said. How, how many times can he get it around? Just Four or five. Just one. Can you, can you imagine? He's like three. <laughs> He's like six. <laughs> It's one of those snap-ons. You know? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna head out. All right. But by the way, like, what? why is this weird? Why is this weird? Cause growing up, me and my guy friends would always have jokes. Like we would set the person up. So when they walk into the room, they would see something really fucking funny. Like I had my ongoing joke and this actually backfired cause Simi walked in on me, bro. <gasps> and you had your dick true, wrapped And I actually your... have a vlog coming out about oh. it. It's a really fucking good vlog. Obviously, we're not going to show this part, but my best friend Kave was visiting and I pretended like my dick was caught in a dresser and I was screaming for my life like, help me, I'm stuck. And Simi rushes stuck to my porn. help and she <laughs> saw my stretched cock. Let's <laughs> huh. stretch like a slinky? Like, dude, this, I'm going to be honest, probably not the best sight to be seeing. It was, uh, it was made for my best friend and no one else. Wow. And uh, I definitely scarred the fuck out of her. And it was terrible. Fucking dicks, dude. I was I was almost responsible for a uh, massive altercation between two of the biggest combat sports stars on the planet. Chef Eric, uh, my chef, texted me. He's like, yo, can you get me in to catch tonight? So I hit up my person to catch. I was like, hey, can you uh, get our table for my, my chef, Eric, plus, yeah. plus three? Didn't think anything of it, right? I don't know why he didn't say it. I, bro, I get I get a text from the girl the next morning. She's like, "Yeah, yo, Eric showed up with Conor McGregor because <laughs> he's cooking for Conor yeah, yeah, yeah. in his camp." And I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know why I didn't make that connection." Like, yeah, okay, cool. And she's like, "Yeah, Khabib was here ten minutes, ten minutes. before McGregor walked in. Yeah. Ten minutes. Apparently, the staff was flipping the fuck out because Khabib was at the restaurant." And, and no one knew Connor was coming. He just showed up, right? And they fucking hate each other. There would have absolutely wait. They hate each other. Yeah, bro. Bro, oh, it's shit, like the biggest. Bro. Well, come on. <laughs> well, there's people out there. That the best no, part... apparently it's still a very active because fiery. It, uh, beef. They say some shit, bro, that is like bloodline or religion. Like, but I... Connor called his wife a towel. Yeah, he. Co how do you say shit like that and get away with it? an entire culture. And didn't Connor say shit about his dad too and stuff like that? Oh, I don't Wait, know. Wait, no, I saw, no, I saw, no, that, I saw that, that seems too far. Maybe, maybe. Anyways. The, no, the, he did. He did. And he deleted them. Yeah. The best, the best thing about it is if it went down, I would have had front row seats because I was right there. Oh, you were there? I was there. And I was sitting right behind him. No way. And the, here's the only issue. Connor was just hopping around on crutches. Yeah. He, he was just on crutches he the whole time. Fucked up. He went, he went from there. Uh... It was him, Eric, a bunch of other people at the table. They ate. And then we all went over to uh, Hyde after. And everybody was at Hyde because everything's opening back up yeah. in L.A. Or was at least at the time. And uh, so he had the table with with Mark from Catch, the owner of Catch. Yep. And he was, they were just sending bottles over. And I went over uh, at some point and Eric introduced me to him. And I, I gave him 
one of these. And I was like, good to meet you, brother. And he, he was just like, yeah, yeah, all right, mate. Man, it was quick. And I don't think he gave a single fuck. And why should he, right? But uh, yeah, it was interesting. Did he know you dated Lana Rhodes? Nah. Did you tell I him? I don't think so. Nah. But that probably would have helped. He would have probably been a lot. You tell him you're a best-selling like, author? Nah. I didn't tell him any of that stuff. But he was on crutches. He's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's still in the gym though. He's still he's still yeah, trying yeah. to stay active yeah, yeah. and fit. Yeah. Good for him. You know, very interesting. That would have been that would have been a fucking crazy situation yeah. if that happened. I, it's 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 so weird not being in LA. Cuz I hear and I see the things, right? Mm -hmm. But I really am like have established a life out here. So I I'm, feel like that's going to start happening more like more and more. I really, I really do. I, I just, I, we've, we've talked about this so much. I just don't think LA is going to be the, the epicenter of entertainment anymore. I mean, if you just digital, look, I don't think it needs to be. It, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's like, especially for groups, like for example, David's group, like they could all uproot and go do what they do in any city on the planet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't need LA. The, the, the people that are going to have trouble are creators. Honestly, are people like me. Creators who rely mostly on collaborations with other creators outside of their group. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You're you're not creating for YouTube anymore. So you could bring NFT building, you could bring boxing training, you could bring bro, all this stuff. Bro, some you some want. people are pissed. About about what? Yeah, I saw this trending on Twitter the other day. Hashtag uh upload on YouTube, Logan Paul. Oh yeah. I love all of you. I think I'm gonna upload on YouTube soon, but um something a little bit more value-based, and it would just be me going over NFT projects that I think are the coolest and the most promising. I'm sure everyone will still love to see it. I think so. I, I have a lot to say. People have, been, I have, people I have a lot to say. I have, I have a lot to show as well. Uh, and, 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 I, and I do like the idea of being a, a pioneer in the space. It, it's gotta just be such a weird feeling for you because I know, you know, as I talk to our continued uh, potential future business partner out there in, in Europe um, about your not uploading, he says he has 20 million subscribers on that channel. He can't just not post there. And it's got to be like, it's got to be like, it's got to be like a, a feeling or a, just something inside of you that's like, I mean, it's kind of right, dude. Like, it's almost like CBS one day says, nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah. We don't like a really, major network. Yeah, is nah. But, but, but your major yeah. network dwarfs their viewership dwarfs their viewership like your major your youtube channel makes the numbers that the kardashians do or sunset or whatever the shows on e do look like fucking the night shift no you know to self-deprecate yeah, a little bit I'm, you know what i'm saying it's it's it's, it's that's got to be weird to i'm just on a little bit of a, a, a different hiatus. different mission right now no not a hiatus i'm just working in different ways dude uh I, I i told you this i'm kind of on the vibe right now that if it don't make money it don't make sense and i i I'm coming more and more into my own as a businessman, like a true business person. And, and my creative energy that I was putting into YouTube videos, conceptualizing, giving notes on the edit, trying to come up with a video for the next, uh, or an idea for the next video. My creative energy has now just all gone into business. It's why I have all those ideas because I'm not creating as much media, but I'm creating more you know, what I believe to be a uh, big business Projects with longevity. That's, That's right. That is literally, we, I switched. I'm on the opposite. I'm more of like the artist thing. Uh, like I like to create things just because I like it. 
I felt like last year I had too much gratification from likes and views and it fucked up my, my art. Like I was starting to do things cause I knew it would do well instead of doing things that I, I appreciate. Yeah. Like I just started writing poetry every day and not really saying he read me order. a He read me a poem before, dude, I swear to God. Easy. He read me a poem Easy. before this podcast. It was actually fantastic. That, that territory is owned. Well, actually I haven't written one in so far. Oh, you long. write poems? It's fucked up. Poets Corner, man. Damn. But I haven't written one in so long. So you can challenge me if you yeah. want. You'll never, you'll never be able to take me down though. Oh, I actually uh, just uh, write poems to get shit off my chest. I what are they about? What are they about? Uh, just my feelings. Instead of writing like journal stuff, I like just create poems and just express my feelings on it. And I'll just share it with like close friends. I won't ever post them. I was thinking about posting. People love it. People love it. You should post them. He shared, should, he shared should. with me in my bat in my bathroom today. It's so funny because he's like, yo, can I share this art with you? And he goes, why? I go, oh, I just want to share it. <laughs> he's like, you're not going to post this? And I was like, no, I just want to share it with you. No one probably knows this, but like the desire of like me, you, other people to share like our stuff with him, he, it's, it's always felt like, dad, dad, dad. You know why? Because <laughs> he's so fucking honest. No, bro. no, that's not. So no. brutally hurtingful. Uh, like, like Jake's kind of like that too, but I stopped sharing shit with Jake because he's just mean about it. Like he's not <laughs> Jake, Jake's here. He's he's on the next episode, which yeah. we should do. Are actually. we? Are are we? I was gonna ask that because I'm I'm uh you shutting down. I, I didn't even really have it for this. One. I just don't feel that well. But I mean, how, what was your commute here? Like three three. Let's three. let's let's talk about it. Look look look. That's like, it for this episode. I like any tattoo, by the way. We're shutting it down. Guys, thank you for the uh, the first ever impulsive episode in the brand new Puerto Rico studio. We're gonna we're gonna develop it a little bit, but appreciate you guys. Thank you for we being here. We hope you liked it. Thank you for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing, guys. Hit that subscribe button. Can we get a round of applause? An episode uh, that I will never forget. We'll see you next time. We love you. Bye. On holiday, there's nothing like doing nothing. As an Expedia member, you can save up to thirty percent when you add a hotel to your flight so you can go out there with great ambition to do absolutely nothing for less. Expedia. Made to travel.